Jeez. I there's so many background questions. I don't know the answers to some of this crap. Like I don't know. What are you what are you trying to figure out? I'm tr- I told you I'm logging into the Chingadair. Oh, you're still trying to figure I thought we were gonna talk about taxes. We are talking about taxes. Cause it it happens all the time. And hey, I'm in. <laughs> it does happen all the time. Although it didn't used to happen all the time. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about that? Uh, well, today we're talking about. Oh, geez, I didn't introduce any of this at all. Uh, nope. I might use medi- my my editing magic here to to we'll we'll see what happens. Maybe I won't. Maybe it'll be this long before people get to listen to our sweet sweet music. But welcome back, everybody. It's <laughs> quite the intro <laughs> to the intro that totally happened three minutes ago five minutes ago whatever uh to another episode of the truth about investing back to basics my name is chris holling and i'm sean cooper today we are talking about taxes even though it took us forever to get there (laughs) well okay so everybody thinks that taxes are you know this necessary evil that we're always we've always had and we're always going to have and i disagree what is that quote that's ben franklin right i um, i don't know uh, oh you're talking about the uh the you know only... the two guarantees in life are taxes and death or death yes. and taxes yes that yeah i ben definitely franklin. disagree with that because <laughs> we haven't always had taxes at least not to the degree we've had so if you go back to pre-1862 and then again from 1873 to 1893 and then a final time from 1895 to 1912 there were no federal income taxes zero okay that that was my point we we haven't (laughs) always had we have not always had federal income taxes therefore i don't think they are necessary Right. No, I, I get I get that. I just I <laughs> thought you were going to say, and then it increments at this point and this point and this point, and you just you're just like, well, we didn't have them. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, that was the point. We didn't well, have you're, federal you're, income taxes. I'm sorry. So, you're yeah, right. you're right. <laughs> that is interesting. I did not know that. Why did we implement taxes? Was there something? I I don't know. Uh, the first time was to fund a war. Oh. That's Civil War? Is that that time period? Mm, yeah, I'm not a history buff in that way. Would you say 1862? Yeah, that sounds a... Or yep. 1862. See, research on the fly. Yeah, it's Civil War. There you go. Good job. If you if you asked me any other war in some other year, I would totally have gotten that wrong. 1800s, yeah, that sounds, uh, sounds about right. Okay, interesting. So, the you know what would be interesting is I wonder if taxes happened on both the north and the south side. Do you know the answer to that? I don't know. I would assume they did. I'm not sure you could classify the south, you know, south taxes as federal taxes though. I don't know either. I tax taxes taxes in the Civil War, who started it? 
Is that is that fair? President Lincoln imposes the first federal income tax by signing the Revenue Act. Strapped for cash with which to pursue the Civil War, Lincoln and Congress agreed to impose a 3% tax on annual incomes over $800. Hmm. There you go. Yep. I like it. Look at, look at us learning. This is fun. <laughs> He's also the last third-party president that was elected. That's Sad that it's been that long. Big fact. I know. People are so proud, and this this is one of the best presidents. And all right, sorry, this is not this is not a political episode yet. It's Although technically he was uh, part of the Republican Party for a while. Right, right. No, no, no. The, because the yeah. uh, the two the two parties were the Democrats and the Whigs. Right. Uh, that was the two party system, so to speak, at that time. Yeah. And he, the Republicans, were the third party that were elected in at that time. And that was our last third-party elected candidate. Yeah, he was part of Whigs for a while as well, as if I recall correctly. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had no idea. Okay, taxes, taxes, taxes. Cool. Taxes. So th- that's when <laughs> that's when they started. Uh, is the 1862 stretch, and they were for the war, and then did they did they ever drop off, or we've just always had federal taxes since? Well, yeah, so they started in 1862, they went away again from 1873 to 1893, and then again from 1895 to 1912. And 1912 was the last year that we had no federal income tax. Since It was only for a year? No, no, no. So what do you mean? Like when 1912 hit, then they stopped taxes and it was only for a year? Because you said that was the last year that we had no income tax, or you're saying? That was the last year that we had no federal income tax. Right. So we had federal income taxes from 62 up to 73. So 62 to 72. Mm -hmm. And then they got rid of it again. And Mm -hmm. then briefly brought it back in. So 94 in 94. Then they got rid of it again. And then they brought it back in 1913. Oh, okay. And we've had it ever since. Okay. Okay. And the 1913 stretch that was that another war mm-hmm. yeah you gotta quit asking me about <laughs> dates of wars that, that's that? not my forte hold on I'm, I'm i'm curious now ah world war one 1914 i'm like butter i'm on a roll wow we were preemptive about that one apparently yeah <laughs> winter is coming so, cool yep. interesting all right. And then we've had federal taxes ever since. Correct. Okay. Cool. So the only note, because like I said several times before, since you're the organized one, uh, what I have listed here is episode about taxes today. And then under that, where there's a description as to what we're going to go over, it says taxes, taxes everywhere is my description. <laughs> yeah. So, That's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I figure we're just going to talk about uh, taxes in general, which from brief conversations you and I have had before, not necessarily on here, is going to be sort of broad strokes because it does depend on the state that you live in, depends on right time periods and, and 
so it's more addressing to me i'm guessing i'm guessing we haven't talked about this <laughs> it's going to be more addressing the different types of taxes where there's uh income tax and property tax and just the different types of taxes and one thing i know that we are going to touch on because we need to is talk about uh deductions versus credits and the separation of of that and just making sense of it because taxes are going to be your biggest expense throughout your life unless something drastically changes from what i've seen in general and uh so it's i mean it'll depend on your income a lot but yes it's a huge it's huge huge expense and so it to me it's important to understand at least what it is and a lot of where it comes from and a lot of different spots that you might find it because if you don't understand it and it just happens to you then you might might wonder where your money went <laughs> right and uh we just we just want to know where it is and i don't know what your stances are you the listener uh as far as how you want taxes to be handled on a, on a political level and really that's that's going to be my preface is that that's entirely up to you and and how you think it should run but if you don't understand the taxes and you don't understand how they get affected and where they come from and where they pop up if they're removed from somewhere else, then it's time to reevaluate some of that stuff, in my opinion, just to make sure that as long as you understand where the taxes are and where they're going and that's your priority, then that's great. But if you don't know where the taxes are and who it affects, then then time to do some research. Is that fair? Yep. Well, you're doing your research by listening to this. Right. This is this there may is be further research one. that you need to conduct, but right. this gives you the gives you the start. We we are your springboard of life, tax taxation life. That's okay. Great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, this is a little tough for, in audio form because I'm going to be tossing a bunch of numbers at you, but. Uh, Generally speaking, your federal income taxes, we have a tiered progressive income tax in the United States. What that means is as you make more money, you jump into higher income tax brackets. So the first tier of your money is going to be charged one tax. The next tier is going to be charged a higher tax and then a higher tax, so on and so forth, depending on how much you make. And then you can you know, you have deductions that you can take and credits that you can take as well. The deductions reduce your your income so that you can potentially pay less in taxes. The credits are actually directly uh, direct tax credits. Um, as far as the tiers go, uh, well, like I said, on, this. On, go ahead. On. I'm sorry. I know I'm jumping all over you on that, but like, uh, I I th- I think you you gave a relatively broad description of the, of the deductions and and credits and I, and, and and I, I get it. Uh, but I think if we, I don't know, give, give me an example of the end of the year, you're paying taxes. What, what am I going to see as a difference between a deduction and a credit? Like just, just as a whole so that, that I have like a, a comparison. Like if I was, I, I, an example would be swell, I think. Uh, so, an example. Yeah, sure. So, a, a tax credit is a dollar for dollar reduction on your taxes. Unlike a tax deduction that effectively serves to reduce your taxable income. 
Right. Uh, I'm, I don't know that I have a good example off the uh, the child ta- child tax cre- is a credit. The child tax credit is actually a credit. So if you have a tax liability of ten thousand dollars and you can take a two thousand uh, dollar tax credit for your child, uh, and I believe I'm actually using 2019 numbers here, then your taxes would be 8000 because it directly reduces your tax burden, whereas a $2,000 tax deduction is going to reduce your adjusted gross income on which you are paying taxes. So the credit is better than the deduction. And I, I think I caught what you're saying. So if I'm looking at it at the end of the year and I've got a, a deduction of some sort, which like a... Uh, um, like a large donation is a deduction, right? If you right. make a donation to a charity. Okay, cool. So if if I make $50,000 for the year and then I have a $5,000 donation that goes out to charity and that's a tax deduction, then at the end of the year, it will say, hey, your taxable amount is actually $45,000 because they deducted it from the total that you were recorded in, in getting an income in that year, right? Right. Cool, cool. And the reason that's important is because then when you're looking at that and uh, do, do you know the, the first, what's the, it, whether it's 2019 numbers or not, what's the first uh, income bracket step? The, what's, the, what's the income where you transition over into the next bracket? Single or filing jointly? Single is fine, just for numbers. Single, uh, 2020 is 9,875. You go from uh, 10% up to 12. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so 9,800. 9, okay, so say you made uh, $11,000 that year and you are in that taxable bracket where it would be 12% that you pay because you are in that second bracket, but you donated two thousand dollars from that and it drops you down to nine thousand dollars of your taxable income that drops you into that first bracket and so now you are paying ten percent on your taxes your federal taxes because you are now in that lower tax bracket because of the deduction that you received right fair is that a simple fair number yes to hit? The, the only thing i'd clarify there is in the your starting example uh i don't I can't remember if you said eleven. I think you said eleven thousand dollars. If you, mm-hmm. you know, was your income, then technically speaking, your the nine thousand eight hundred and seventy is taxed at the ten percent mark, and then the amount, so the one thousand one hundred twenty-five dollars that you made above that is taxed at twelve percent. Oh, okay. I think that's that's relatively fair to note. Um, so that that amount would be taxed at the twelve percent, uh, but. If you if you have that deduction of the two thousand that drops you down to the nine thousand, then you will have none taxed at twelve percent. Correct. Exactly. Cool. That's that's a fair point. Um, so then, when we are looking at uh, you, you make X amount of money per. So so say it's that year of fifty thousand uh, dollars, and you you made fifty thousand dollars that year, and then you go through the process as far as credits are concerned. Sorry, I didn't I didn't preface that. <laughs> so as far as credits are concerned, then you go through and it says you made $50,000 this year. You go through your deductions and everything, and then it shows how much you pay. And say you get a return, it's just the easiest way that it makes sense in my head so that, that it makes, uh, I don't know, it makes sense in my head. And then after you've gone through your deductions and everything and they say, 
hey, the government owes you $500, and then you have a credit, say a child credit. How much is a child credit nowadays? The maximum amount per qualifying child is 2000 Cool. So in this concept, then you've, you've already gone through your deductions, and uh, the government has said to you, you're, you're going to get paid $500, and then just to make sense of it, the credit gets applied of $2,000 for a child, and then you will receive $2,500. Not quite. So you, you can actually... Okay. Okay, so yes, it's a credit of up to two thousand, but if you're actually getting a refund, it's uh, capped at fourteen hundred. Okay, but but for the explanation of what a credit is, that's what we're talking about. Is the separation? Yeah, yes. Okay, because the separation, like regardless of what the numbers are, because we are using loose numbers, and that's fine. Right. If you owe ten thousand in taxes and you have a two thousand dollar credit, now you only owe eight. Great. Right. Because it it happens dollar for dollar. Right. The the first stage is the deduction, which is recording what your income is going to be taxed at, whereas the credit is going to be the money that you have received or pay out after those numbers have been crunched. It's like it's like a last edition of of the numbers that get utilized. If you have a credit of X, it gets added to what you owe, or uh, excuse me, it, it gets taken away from what you owe or added to what you're going to get paid back. And that's right. the separation. Is, is that is that fair? Because uh, I, th- I think that's that's important to address is that what what are they? And those are two gross examples of, of the difference between the two so that we can understand that deductions and credits are not the same thing, but that's where they happen. Yeah, so for example, if you were, for easy math, say there was a 20% tax bracket and you were in that tax bracket, right? And you owed ten thousand dollars. A deduction of two thousand dollars would effectively save you four hundred dollars in taxes, because twenty percent of two thousand. Whereas a credit of two thousand dollars would save you two thousand dollars. Right, right, because it happens uh, post algorithm. If that's a fair, that's fair to say. Yeah. It's the last yeah. thing to come out, yeah. Whereas right. the deduction comes off of your income, so if your your tax bracket is twenty percent, it reduces your income. Uh, you save, you know, the equivalent percent. If you're in the thirty percent tax bracket, you're going to save thirty cents on the dollar for from a deduction. You know, you make you make a hundred grand, and you put ten of that into a retirement account. Uh, you know. A, Qualified retirement account like a four hundred one k, not not any type of Roth or anything like that, but a traditional four hundred one k, traditional IRA. That ten thousand reduces your taxable income by ten thousand. So now you've right. made, as far as your taxable income is concerned, now you're down to ninety. Right, right. Which and means it I- saved you. Uh, you know, you that money is no longer in your hands, but it saved you X percentage. It's not going to save you ten thousand in taxes. It's going to save you, uh, you know, whatever your tax bracket is times that ten thousand. So if you're in the twenty-two percent income tax bracket, then it saved you twenty-two hundred dollars. Right, and that's that's the time that these things are affected most. Is that when you're looking at deductions as to whether or not a deduction is important for you or something to pay attention to, is when you're you're sitting on the cusp of those 
those tax brackets. Uh, that's that's what's going to have the biggest effect is is if you have a deduction that's in place to to change where that tax bracket sits. Otherwise, post algorithm is is where you'll see credits get applied. Now we know what a deduction and a credit is. So where 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 are the taxes happening? We're when we're talking about this, we're talking about just income tax, really. Uh, just federal income tax. Just federal income tax. And some of these things, the deductions and the credits, also get applied if there's a state income tax side of it as well, depending on your state. Well, I think we we should continue, I mean, kind of wrap things up with the federal and talk about what it is now, where it's likely to go. Um, yeah, I think that's important because we, we do have... Uh, we do have a new president in office. We have Biden that's in office now, and there's no. He's not be, in office yet. Excuse me. Right. This is th- we're still 20, 2020. Right. Um, Sorry. Yeah. He's, so he's he's selected cabinet recently. Uh, it is it is the second of December. He's he's been announcing cabinet members. Um, and when does the uh, changeover actually occur? It's not even like. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. So uh, right now, tax brackets range from, uh, we've got, uh, what is it, three, six, seven tax brackets, 10%, 12%, 22%, 24%, 35%, 37% is the top income tax bracket. These are based on the current administrations, so current being 2020, so President Trump's administration tax brackets. Uh, those occurred. Those occurred uh, 2018. So 2017 to 2018 is when that actually changed over. Uh, President-elect Biden has said on a number of occasions that he will eliminate the Trump tax cuts that occurred. But like I said, 2018. 2017, 2018. He's also said that he will only increase taxes on those making over uh, 400,000, I believe. Unfortunately, those two statements are actually at odds with each other because in order to get rid of the President Trump tax cuts, you would actually increase taxes on everyone. Correct. Yeah. Um, To increase taxes on only those making over 400,000, he would only be able to adjust the top income tax bracket, which is currently 37%, and they've talked about taking it back to the pre-2018 uh, top of 39.6. I mean, I believe that's right. Yeah. If he actually got rid of, so completely undid the t- Trump tax credits, the, the first bracket of 10% would not change. The second bracket would go from 12% back up to 15%. The third bracket would go from 22% back up to 25%. The fourth bracket would go from 24% back up to 28%. The fifth bracket would go from 32 back up to 33%. The sixth bracket would remain unchanged at 35 and then the final bracket would go from 37 back up to 39.6. So it would increase taxes for everyone because it's a tiered system. Uh, anyone above that first bracket, that 10%, would be impacted. 
Which the first bracket is, what did we say, $9,800? For individual filing. Individual filing, right. Yeah, 9875 which that will go up slightly every year. Uh, so the these brackets, the, the income earning level is tied to some level of inflation that was actually also changed in 2018 to a slower CPI. So that's consumer price index. So that was slightly recalculated. So it goes up a little bit slower than it used to. The percentage that gets paid out? Uh, no, the, the dollar amount. Oh, oh, right, right. The the dollar amount for each that bracket. each bracket is tied to. Correct. Gotcha. Yep. Um, but the the bigger impact and why it will will likely impact everyone is uh, President Trump also dramatically increased the standard deduction. Uh, so from two thousand, let's see, two thousand seventeen, standard deduction for an individual was six thousand three hundred fifteen. In two thousand eighteen, it basically doubled, almost doubled to twelve thousand. And, for, and ex- explain that for 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 everybody. What 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 is the standard deduction when you when you say that? Basically, you can just you can take it off the top of your income. So if you earned, for example, in let's just say you earned fifteen thousand, and you were single, you take six thousand three hundred fifty of that off the top. What does that leave you with? Uh, 8650 And then that becomes your taxable amount, right? Correct. We were talking about. And then that's taxed deductions. at 10%, which would be the 800-something. Right. And then the, the – what it So 865 into. So after – so your your tax in – if you were in 2017, would have been $865 in that example. In 2018, if you still earn the same 15,000, your standard deduction was 12,000 and the income tax bracket is 10%, so you would have only paid $300 in taxes. So it effectively saved you over $500 in taxes by increasing that standard deduction because your taxable income went from uh, not quite what it what, what did we say? 8650 down to right. 3000 Yeah. Yeah. And so for married filing jointly, the standard deduction went from 12700 in 2017 to 24000 in 2018. So if they get rid of the, president, the, the Trump tax cuts, then the standard deduction will basically almost get cut in half, which means a dramatic tax increase for everyone. Right. Now, that is the standard deduction for those in a higher income tax bracket. You know, you may be taking itemized deductions that might get you a higher deduction than that standard deduction. But, um, you know, we can talk about that later in the podcast as well. Well, and and also to separate, because like I said, we're we're just we're touching on little things as we as we go across them for for those that may or may not know uh, the there is the the two typical standards where it's the the standard deduction or an itemized deduction if you are itemizing you're looking at every little thing specifically where it's can can i get this to be part of my tax deduction is this part of my business is this part of my of is this something that i am going to add to it is this something that i rack up and and maybe if you do the math it might be more than the standard tax deduction which is why some people itemize but generally people either don't have records of that 
or don't care or the standard is higher than itemizing and then that becomes your flat standard deduction and that's what a standard deduction is that we're we're talking about so itemize is looking at every little thing and standard deduction is uh, a, a formula that the federal government's looking at saying they probably spend about this much on the average person to do these things that would be tax deductible and rather than sending us 50 pages of all the things that they did from every person in the country here's a standard tax deduction for people cool all right i just wanted to hit on that so yeah, with the increase in the standard tax deduction far fewer people itemized after 2018 absolutely because then it's there's more to the deduction available correct and if uh, if Biden win entering office on January 20th, 2021. Oh, you did look it up. up. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, if he decides to to undo all of that, that's that's when that type of thing would would start to take effect uh, of of changing the standard deduction essentially to half is is what Sean is talking about right now. And I just wanted to to address what that was rather than just saying, oh, this is what's going to happen. The other federal that you you pay on an individual is going to be Social Security. We all just kind of lump them together. Yeah, Social Security, it's twelve point four percent up to. Uh, shoot, I just had this written down somewhere. Uh, One hundred thirty-seven thousand seven hundred. Um, however, half of that, if you're employed, half of that is paid by your employer. So your the company you work for is paying six point two percent. On your behalf, you're paying the other 6.2%. Same holds true for Medicare. Uh, it's total of 2.9%, but your employer pays half, 1.45%. You pay the other half of 1.45%. That one has no cap. So it doesn't matter how much you earn, you always pay the 2.9%. And they, I want to say they did it in 2013, they tacked on another 0.9% for anybody earning over 200000 I believe. Okay. So it went from 2.9 up to, uh, wow, math, math failing, 3.8. Okay. And I believe the point extra 0.9 is all on the employee, not the employer. So you've got your federal income tax, your Social Security tax, your Medicare tax. The Social Security and Medicare is split between the employee and the employer. And then you have uh, un- federal unemployment tax, which is 6% on the first $7,000 of earnings, and then it goes away. So it's basically 6% up to 420 bucks, something like that. So that's, that's the federal side. Yeah, and I think where, I covered all of it. Where, where does that happen, the unemployment tax? Like if I look at a paycheck, I can see the Social Security, I can see the Medicare. It is, is it listed as something on the, on the unemployment side? should be. Where does it? Okay. Yeah, it should be listed as like an unemployment tax or FUTA, F-U-T-A. I don't know. I've I've just never noticed it before. I'm I was curious. Let me let me see if I can even just look at my paycheck and see if I even see it. You know, it it only says federal withholding, and I imagine it's it's probably lumped in there. But yeah, that's the federal side. So if you're in that you know top income tax bracket, you got thirty seven percent plus six point two plus one point four five plus a a little bit for federal unemployment. Um, and then if you're self-employed, you're paying all of that 12.4%, not just the 6.2. You're paying all of the 2.9. I think that that about covers it. Yeah, that makes federal. sense. 
yeah, on the yeah. federal side. And we're, I promise we're doing what we can to, to not just throw numbers at you. Uh, it's, it's a little difficult when we start hitting things like taxes because they, they just uh, throw numbers at you. Yeah. That's, that's all they do. It's, if you look it's, at the IRS website, it's rather convoluted. God, that's, that's why those guys that work at the IRS are just so dull all the time. <laughs> I just, I, I actually, I don't know anybody that works for the IRS. I just figured I'd take a stab at them because I can't. I have no idea. I don't think anybody's going to call you out on it. I, I hope. I hope there's one person out of our, you know, all three listeners that uh, <laughs> that that <laughs> listens to this that happens to be an IRS guy that just takes this super personally and starts a big lengthy feed on our Facebook page with five followers. And uh, <laughs> we, we are curious. doing better. Why would than that. we end up with more followers on our Facebook page than we have listeners? That's true, actually. There's, uh, we have pretty consistently, uh, and I, I hope we just magically take off. I think that'd be kind of cool. We, we just hit, oh, geez, now I'm curious. Uh, we, we pretty consistently have anywhere from about 20 to 60 downloads per episode. Um, some are a little bit more popular than others. And by the way, share them all with your friends because I told you to. Uh, but we have, it's its kind of a scatter of, of different listeners, uh, I want to say. And maybe that means that they listen to one and they're like, man, these these dudes make fun of IRS guys. I'm, I'm out. I'm not, <laughs> not doing any of this. Uh, if we, that's where you draw the line, then you probably <laughs> lost us a long time ago. Whew. Thanks for sticking through us with that one. <laughs> uh, we we actually had to break this up into a couple of different parts here. Uh, we're at least doing two parts to the series. We might even break it into three here on taxes because the fact is is that there's just so much information that we have to cover and it's, it's really, really dense that we didn't want to overwhelm anybody. So we're going to break this from here and we're going to pick up in the next episode to continue on with taxes and we'll we'll take this in in little chunks and that, i think that's the best way to do it so thank you again for joining us on the truth about investing back to basics podcast disclaimer disclaimer the disclaimer following this disclaimer is the disclaimer that is required for this podcast to be up and running and fully functioning and moving forward this is going to be the same disclaimer that you will hear in each one of our episodes we hope you enjoy it just as much as we enjoyed making it. All content on this podcast and accompanying transcript is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein by Sean Cooper are solely those of Fit Financial Consulting LLC unless otherwise specifically cited. Chris Halling is not affiliated with Fit Financial Consulting LLC, nor do the views expressed by Chris Halling represent the views of Fit Financial Consulting LLC. This podcast is intended to be used in its entirety. Any other use beyond its author's intent, distribution, or copying of the contents of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Nothing in this podcast is intended as legal accounting or tax advice and is for informational purposes only. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation. This podcast may reference links to websites for the convenience of our users. Our firm has no control over the accuracy or content of these other websites. Advisory services are offered through Fit Financial Consulting, LLC, an investment advisor firm registered in the states of Washington and Colorado. 
the presence of this podcast on the internet shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to consumers in a particular state by our firm in the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without our first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. For information concerning the status or disciplinary history of a broker-dealer, investment advisor, or their representatives, the consumer should contact their state securities administrator.